I'm very, very happy to see everybody. I can see Sister Sylvia through the uh, camera. I can see you. Uh, Sister Agnes, I don't know. She told me she was going to be joining this morning, but I just sent her a text. And hopefully she will connect. And Brother Buki from California is also online. It was actually the one that was, uh, you know, sent me uh, a test a few minutes ago that we need to get on this Bible study. I love it when people are on revival. And then Sister Sylvia just calling. I love that. I love that. Revival of the world is going on. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise for what you are set to do in our midst this morning. As we look into your word again, Holy Spirit, come and minister unto us. Come and do the impossible. Let your name be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Now, we are, we are going to be starting a new topic. And what we are going to do is we are going to be studying from the book of 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. So we are going to be, you know, this is a very, very important topic. Uh, but the way we are going to study it is we are going to study the whole chapter. Just that's my, my method of Bible study. Uh, but at the same time, everybody will be given the opportunity to contribute. Uh, so we are going to be opening our Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. You know, this is a very popular passage of scripture that we are all familiar with. Uh, but as familiar as we are with this scripture or with this uh, topic, uh, you know, we still need more grace to be able to do it. Uh, you know, this is all about love, 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 love. So, so we are going to be starting from verse 1 to verse 13. But for today, today we, we are going to consider from um, uh, verses 1 to 3. But let's let's let, let me quickly read First Corinthians thirteen. I will read from verse one to verse uh, three. So, but as we continue, we will we'll get to the other verses of of that uh, chapter. The Bible says, "Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and I have not charity, I am but I am become as sounding brass." Or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy. And understand all mysteries. And all knowledge. And though I have all faith. So that I could remove mountains. And have not charity. I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. And though I give my body to be burnt. And have not charity. It profited me nothing. Now, this is a very, very important topic. 
and we are going to be taking it verse by verse and uh, uh, until when we can you know exploit everything that God wants us to learn from each of the verses and just to give it give it a topic uh, uh, we we can call this morning teaching uh, uh, gift without love let me let's just give you that topic gifts without love i want us to start bro bookie so we're going to start from verse one and then we'll take a turn until when we can go around so i want you to you know consider verse one and tell us share with us what jumps to your mind from verse from that verse one uh, hallelujah Hallelujah. Without love, no matter what I have, it is nothing. I want Sister Sylvia to talk about that. You know, what jumps to your mind? Let me read that verse again. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become a sanding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Sister Sylvia. Hallelujah. A sounding brass to me is a very loud and empty drumming, empty beating, empty noise. Um, and if we we say we are going to love, then we are going to be loaded with a lot of things. We are very different from a sounding brass. And uh, if you say you're going to love, then No. Oh, I heard something like that. No, it's me. I, I missed the time. I'm joining late. I'm sorry. No problem. How are you? Good, good. Uh, good morning. How are you? I am doing good. Uh, some people want everybody to think that they are loaded with this love. They have so much of it. Mm. But when it really comes to, um, uh, like the local people say, when it comes to, when, 
wants to push, you know. Uh, I don't know exactly how to put it, but I'm sorry. When it comes to matters of the heart, how do you quantify it? Do you quantify it by giving so much? Do you, do you give, 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 and let people know you give of yourself? You give of your love, you give of your heart. You give, 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 give. Or you just give. But there is no love back in it. There should be love, a lot of love that backs what you are giving or what you are saying. Hmm. Uh, that is what we mean by, you know, a, a beating symbol or is it an empty, a drum that is beating so loud but has nothing to give as a backing. Hmm. You know? uh-huh. And when Christ gave, he gave so much, both giving and love. His love was everywhere. You could see it, you could smell it, you could touch it. That was his love. But when you, for example, see a very sick person, will you have the mind to touch that person or to hug that person? When you see somebody who is really, really sick, Christ did all of that. And so we should back our love with a lot of giving. They should go hand in gloves, in fact. Hmm. They should be both working, you know, together. And when you say you're full of love or you you love, you have to give a lot. So people can see, you give of yourself, you give of your life, you give, 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 and you back it up with a lot of love. Not just giving without love. Hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Not just giving without love. Uh, Sister Agnes, so uh, we are studying the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And and today we are considering uh, maybe verses 1 to 3. And so we read verse 1 and everybody has been contributing. So you can also talk about whatever you want to talk about from verse 1 of that First Corinthians 13. I mean, you can, you can read it and then share your thoughts. Okay. Uh, yes, you can go ahead. Oh, that, oh, I miss, I'll, I've been ready for this meeting all morning. No problem. No problem. Now you are home. So. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I was just going to call you say, and when are we going to start? Then I saw your, your event. Okay. Um, so we're doing verse one. Yes, you can go ahead now. With the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love. <laughs> well, well, as children of God, when we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, we became children of God. And as children, I learned something years ago. My kids went to a Catholic school all their lives. Sometimes I'll go with them to their church. And I one years ago, the priest said something that had always stayed with me. This is more than even 20, 40 years ago. 
he said, children live what they see. So as children of God, we live what we see our Father God does. And he is love. He's about nothing but love. He loves even the bad and the ugly and the good. So we have to live as our Father. So anything we are doing, whether good or whether we are following Jesus, if it's not with love, it's not of God. We can be, you, you can be the head of a big church. You can be quoting scripture from here to there. You can pray like more than Peter or Paul, but if it is not done out of love, I don't think our father will appreciate it because his main thing is love. So we also should strive to be children of love, to do everything out of love. Not just for men to see or to say, oh, I do this, I am this, I am that. But if, if it is not done out of love, our Father will not even see it as anything. That's my take home. So mm. anything you do, do it from the heart with love. Praise God. Anything you do, do it from the heart with love. Now, I want us to go back to that verse 1. We're going to do um, you know, a critical study. I don't mind if... This is the only verse we can do for today because this is Bible mm -hmm. study and we can't, we can't rush the Word of God. You know, one of the reasons why many of us, we don't get many things from the Word of God is because we just want to do it just for, uh, for like uh, fulfilling our quota for the day. You know, mm -hmm. some people say, ah, I've not read my Bible today. Ah, I have to just read 17 chapters before I go to sleep. No, it's not like that. You know, if it is just one verse that you read, and that one verse minister to you to bring about change or transformation, it matters than somebody that read 17 chapters, doing it only in the name of righteousness' sake. So we are, there's no there's not going to be a mark in heaven and say, oh, for those people that read read down 17 chapter of the Bible, they're going to score 100%, and people that read only one chapter, they're going to score 10%. There's nothing like that. The mark, the way God will grade us is how the world we read, how it changes our life. That is how God grades us. So that's why you don't, you don't need to be jealous of somebody that can quote scripture. You know, if that person can quote scripture just like Sister Agnes said, and it doesn't do it, it's, it's meaningless. It's just like somebody performing. It's like an artist, an artist on the stage. He performs. And after he performs, he wipes his face, clean his face, and then become a normal person again without any change. Now, I want us to go back to that verse, content 13, verse 1. The Bible says, though I speak. I want to bring something to our mind. Though I speak. This is Paul speaking here to the church of the Corinthians. He said, though I speak with the tongue of angels and of men. Look at that. Now, I want us to know this. That it is possible as a believer, and uh, this is going to challenge us. You know, this is going to challenge us. It is possible as a believer to start speaking with the tongue of angels. That's why Paul said, "Though I speak with the tongue, it's possible." And I'm going to explain to us. 
Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels. Look at that. So it is possible as believers, and these are things we need to desire. For us to grow spiritually, you know, we, we, we cannot afford to be on the same level where we were last year. As a believer, Amen. we should be growing in the gift of God. We should be growing in the fruit of the Spirit. We should be growing in the things of God every day. We should be able to look at ourselves and say, Ah, something has changed about me today. Something has changed about the way I talk. Something has changed about the way I think. Something has changed about the way I relate with people. There should be a change. That should be our testimony as Christians. And that was why Paul was saying here, he said, it is possible for me to speak with the tongue of men and of angels. Because many of the time when we read this, this uh, verse of scripture, most of the time we criticize, oh, everything must be done with love. Love, love is the most important. Love, yeah, God is love. Don't forget, according to 1 John chapter 4, verse 17, you know, verse 18, God is love. But at the same time, there are levels at which God wants us to operate. So, so, so he now said, though I speak with talk of men and of angel, and have not charity. Look at that. I am become a sanding brass or a tinkling cymbal. What does that mean? It means our speaking. Our speaking must be backed up with love or must be born out of love. Mm -hmm. Our speaking, whether with the tongue of men or with the tongue of angel. And what Paul was saying, just to lay the foundation, is that it is possible. Now, when we talk about speaking with the tongue of men, we are talking about speaking in a way that can be understood. Our normal language. You speak in English, you speak in Swahili, you are speaking uh, Sierra Leone language, you are speaking Kenya language, whatever language you are speaking, you know, that people can understand you. That is the tongue of men. And that is good. And, and another way that Paul was also saying was that it is also possible to you to speak in tongue of angel. What is the tongue of angel? When we speak in tongue. When we are speaking in tongue, that is talking about the tongue of angels. The tongue of angels, uh, this is a tongue that is coded. When we are speaking in a coded language of the spirit, that cannot be understood by demons. And I want to tell us this. When we are praying as believers, we need to speak in tongues. That, that is talking about the tongues of angels. Because when we pray with understanding, sometimes devils and demons, they can hear us. They can understand. Mm -hmm. But when we, when we switch to speaking in tongue, oh my God, they can't understand that code anymore. They can't understand that code anymore. And the Bible makes us to understand that when we are speaking with the tongue of angel, we are speaking directly to God. We are speaking directly to God, not unto men. And when we are doing that, we are edifying ourselves. We are edifying ourselves. But Paul said this, he said, everything our speaking must be born out of love. Oh. Our speaking, that's, that's, what I, that's the point I want to emphasize. Anything I say, whether to myself or to others, it must be born out of love. Do you know the reason why many, many lives are not transformed today is because most of the things we do is not out of love. 
Even when you greet people, some people, when you, there is a way you can greet somebody in the morning and you will do it out of love. And the person that you, are, you just greeted will feel the love, the warmness of love overshadowing them when you greet them. There is a way you can say good morning. There is a, a way you can say good morning. How are you doing? There's a way you can say good morning, and then you just walk away. <laughs> and when you say good morning, they will say, "What is wrong with that uh, lady?" <laughs> so our speaking must be done out of love. That is the emphasis I want to. I want us to take note this morning. If if you know if for anything, our speaking when we talk to people. Let's do it out of love. Let, let them hear the love in our tone. Let them hear the love in our language. Because, and that was why Jesus Christ, when he was on heart, he was able to pull crowd. It was because Jesus Christ, everything he did, it was out of love. In fact, sometimes the Bible says, multitude, there was a time it was in the wilderness. The Bible says in John chapter 6, multitude came. In fact, in Luke chapter 5, let me, let me show it to us. Luke chapter 5, Jesus Christ, the Bible says he, 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 he came to the lake of Genesaret, and that was where he met with Peter. The Bible says, a multitude pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Luke chapter 5, verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to what? To hear the word of God. He stood by the lake of Genesaret. People pressed upon him. Because everything he was doing, he was doing it out of love. Even speaking. Because today, people don't do speaking out of love. And it, you know, it, it boils down even from our, we that we are parents, the way we speak to our children. Are we speaking out of love? The way we speak to our spouse, for those who are married, are we speaking out of love? Out of love. No, there was something that was a day. I think this was this just a joke between me and my wife. You know, sometimes I cook. Sometimes, most of the time, she cook. But sometimes, if I cook, maybe something is missing. She will tell me, ah, maybe you didn't cook this food out of love. You just want to just cook it and. <laughs> and sometimes when she cook and I enjoy it, she say yes. Well, the reason why the food is so delicious is because I cook it out of love. So what I'm saying is that there, there are things we can do. As a, as a wife can cook, and the husband will not even taste love out of the food. <laughs> so everything we do must be motivated by love. And especially our speaking. Our speaking. Our speaking. And, and once we know wants to do that, one of the things that it will help us to do is that will be able to win more people onto Christ. There was a, there, I, for maybe I will say this for some of us that work, that, that deal with customers, that deal with customers, that deal with people, maybe our job involved talking to people, we need to watch our tone when we speak to people. We need to watch our tone. I've, there, there have been times I've, you know, I've spoken because my kind of job, I, I deal not only with machine, I also deal with men. I deal with men. Sometimes you have angry people. You call them, maybe you are, you are the one that called them to help them. 
and then they are hungry on the, with you on the phone. So you, you have to learn to respond with love. You have to learn to respond with love. There was a lady, I mean, I, I, I was trying to call her to help her. And she was like, oh, I, I'm not even at home now, blah, blah, blah. And she started yelling and talking. And I said, well, listen, I'm just trying to call. If this is not a good time, I can call you back. And the way she saw, the way, you know, the way she saw that I responded, she, this lady later, she had to recommend another staff. Say, please talk to that guy. He's good. He's a good guy. He's going to help you out. <laughs> but the way she responded to me when I first called her, in fact, if that was the way I responded to her, maybe maybe we'll have exchanged blow on the on the phone. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, anything we do, not even when we when we are dealing with our family members, even people that we don't know, let us speak out of love. Let's do things with love. Even with people that will not respond back to us. Let's fulfill our own quarter. Let's do it with love. And that's why, that was what Paul was saying here. So when I, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. So which means when I'm talking to men or when I'm talking to God. When I'm talking to men or when I'm talking to God. I should make sure I have charity. That is, that is talking about love. And one thing about love is that love always goes back to the heart. It always goes back to the heart. So which means anything we are doing, our heart must be there. Our heart must be there. I pray, I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. I don't know if anybody have anything to hard to hit. I don't want us yes. to take too much time today, but you one know. Thing yes, go ahead. You know, when you are talking, is when we talk to people with love, both you talking and the hearer benefits from it. It's not only for the hearer. You also gain yes. um, peace of mind and you also gain a joy in your heart at home. Because when you talk with love, people listen more to you. Hmm. When we then talk with love. Benefits, you you all benefit from it. Yes. Yes. Let me let me give us another example from the from, from Jesus Christ. Uh, there, there was a time, you know, when when Judas is carried. This is in John chapter thirteen. I don't have the time to to read, you know. But this was when Jesus Christ was having a closed door meeting with his disciples, uh, from John chapter thirteen, uh, from John thirteen to John eighteen. Jesus Christ was in a closed door. Everything that Jesus Christ said, it was only between him and his and his disciples. So and Judas Judas Iscariot was there, but do you know what? Jesus Christ keep talking about what Judas Cariot would do to him. But he never mentioned his name. That's talking about mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. There was never any time when Judas, maybe Jesus called Peter. I said, do you see how Judas Iscariot has been stealing the money? Have you, don't you know, take, take note of that? And Peter said, yes, yes, yes. Last uh, Monday, $20, $20 was missing out of the $50 we got. <laughs> And then Peter called Andrew, and then they are discussing about it. There was never any time that Jesus Christ was talking about Judas, even though Jesus knew all the bad things he was doing. That is still out of love. Do you know sometimes, you know, when people offend us and they did us something bad, you know, if we are not, if we don't apply love in our words, we can be calling everybody all over the place. I said, look at the way this man, this my brother treated me. Look at the way that sister treated me. 
And that one will say, yes, that was the same way she treated me too. I've been, I've been, I've been noticing that. She has not only done that to you, she did it to me. She even did it to another sister. And before you know it, you are ganging up to become enemy to that person. And you are raising up other enemies against him. That is not love. That is not love. So we have to watch our words. That is one of the ways we can express love. Our words. I pray God will, God will help us in Jesus' mighty name. Any, any other contribution before we go and pray? Because I don't want us to take, I don't want us to uh, overstretch this uh, so, so that we can take more time uh, to, you know, to understand the word of God. Any, any other contribution from any other person before we pray? Uh, next week, by the grace of God, we will we'll go to verse 2. I want us to take our time. And if you have any question, please, you know, don't hesitate. This is Bible study. This is why it is like a open Bible study. You ask questions. I want us to be more practical so that everybody can gain and understand, you know, the word of God. Praise Hallelujah. Yeah, uh, there's Something came to my mind, and I want to get you guys' opinion. I know um, when Jesus was not talking about Judas, does that mean that if something happens, do you still manage to talk to some other person about it just to um, express opinion to, like, not to everybody, but just one person? Like, for instance, if something happened, then I want to talk, talk loudly to my spouse. Is that acceptable? Mm. Oh, that showing that I'm not doing, I'm not showing out of love. Okay. Well, anybody want to say something to that before I talk? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I thought about this too, but uh, it's a sensitive issue. Yes. Yes. Because sometimes there are people who really hurt you. Hmm. They say things or do things to you that are very ugly, very bad. And then you call maybe somebody you perceive as a, somebody very highly uh, spiritual or somebody who has a greater authority than you and uh, in the spirit and in the physical. Uh, for instance, like your pastor or somebody really great, just somebody you, you have great respect for. And you go to that person and say, hey, I cannot handle this alone. I do not know even how to start physically, let alone spiritually. That has happened to me. And I have uh, said to somebody, I said, I would really like you to come so I can speak to you about this. And uh, if I spoke to you about it, I would think that uh, somebody with a spiritual authority would uh, give me an insight into how to cope or how to deal with this. And uh, of course, a lot of people now are afraid when you, you want to speak to them about anything at all that concerns another person, just like Pastor said. And uh, because then it will be labeled as number one gossip. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, number two, it may be labeled as a gang of spirit. You are in a gang of spirit. You may want to report that person's ugly.
people will know about it and probably gang up about that person. Or whatever result is going to be, it's not going to be very nice on your side. Mm. Mm. A lot of people are afraid too mm. that, that they are part of that, uh, you know, uh, report. Mm-hmm. They are part of that uh, ugly thing that is being reported to them, and that makes them part of whatever it is that you want to talk about, which is ugly. Mm. And uh, so that's what I perceive. I said, then if something like that happened to you, how do you handle it? How do you, who do you go to to speak about it? Or how do you handle it physically or spiritually? Mm. That, that is what came to me. But I didn't know how to even talk about it like this. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That, that, that's good. That's good. I, 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 got, uh, I got the grace to talk about it. Yeah. Praise God. This just like Sister Sylvia said, this is a very sensitive issue. Now, there is nobody that will ever talk and talk against himself. Everybody will we always want to justify ourselves. Even the part of the story that contain our fault, we will try to shield away from it. We'll cover it up. We make it looks like we make darkness to look like light. So that people will only see the good side of our story and uh-huh. and be able to see the bigger side of the other person that is so bad. And then they can say, yes, she's a bad woman. Yes, I, I, I know. I know her. She's, she's not a good woman. In fact, she's a devil. Now, and before we know it, you know, things like that, it will only pollute our heart. Now, how do we handle this? Because uh-huh. Jesus Christ... He was able to handle it. I'm telling us, there was none of the disciples that Jesus Christ did not know. He knows them in and out. Even those who don't talk, he knows them. Because it's not all the disciples of Jesus that were focal. In fact, if you are reading your Bible, you may not even read a sentence being made by some of his disciples. The only popular ones among them were Peter, James, John, maybe Judas Iscariot. You know, we didn't hear anything being mentioned about Matthew. You know, we didn't hear anything being mentioned about other disciples, you know. And they were also, they have their own character too. Now, when it comes to handling issue like that, we need to force of us be sincere with ourselves. We must stop deceiving ourselves. We deceive ourselves so much. We must, because one thing is this. When, when love is the motive behind everything we do, even when others forgive us, I mean, did anything against us, we'll be able to forgive easily. The reason why we are trying to talk to people about it is because uh, we, we have not really expressed love enough. We have not really expressed love enough. Let me, let me, let me give us an example. If, you're, mm-hmm. if you're, your baby, I, I mean, thank God we have women. If your baby, when you are breastfeeding, I know you know there's no women who have not experienced that. Your baby, when you when your when you were breastfeeding your baby, your baby accidentally you know um, uh, use his or her teeth on your on your nipples when taking the milk. Do you uh, slap the baby and throw the baby in the trash and say I'm going to report you to the policeman for doing that to me? 
because you are a wicked baby. <laughs> and then you are calling everybody over the place. I said, come and see what my baby did to me. When I was breastfeeding him or her, she, 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 um, she bites on my nipples. Do you do that? No. Although that may be painful, we just like, oh, come on, stop that. And then we still put the breast in, in, in his mouth again. We don't start talking about it all over the place. We don't start um, tweeting it. We don't start putting it on Facebook. But that is what is happening today. In fact, many people that started blogs, some people will start blogs about men of God, they will be painting that picture. That man of God is a devil. That man of God is using the, the, uh, this power. That man of God, this and that. That man of God, that and that. Uh, this person, this and that. And, you know, many, I mean, if I, I was watching, there was a time I was watching on Facebook, a, a, a pastor, I mean, a so-called pastor, she's a, a, she's a woman of God, as I know her, and she was, talking all kinds of things on Facebook about somebody. And she was threatening the person that I'm going to destroy you. And I was like, what is going on? What is all this thing going on here? And this is, this is the trend of things nowadays. I want us to take note. This is the trend of things. And we are in the end time. We need to be careful because when we say things like that, when we start talking about others, it will make us to pollute our mind. Our mind will be polluted. And not only that, the minds of other people we are talking to will be polluted. Mm. And after we have done that, how are we going to rectify? Even after, let's say, we knew what we did was wrong and we asked for forgiveness from God. What about the other people that have been negatively affected by the negative, negative things we said? How are we going to rectify for them? And that's why it's very dangerous. It's very, very dangerous. We need to be careful. That's why we must keep praying for love. Genuine love. <laughs> because I don't know how we are going to make it to heaven without love. Because let's say, for example, you hate somebody. And then you are now happen to die. The person died on the same day. And now you are, you are on the road to heaven. Are you going to tell them to move away from you? Because you hated them when they were alive. And you're about to enter into the gate of heaven. And the both of you are standing before God. Are you still going to be fighting them in front of God? I said, no, you can't go. You can't come here with me. Go away. Leave me alone. You can't do that. And that's what we should think about. So that we can really allow love to soak into our heart. And to, and don't worry, you know, Peter was speaking in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10. He said, love always covers multitude of sins and we are going to you know this is that's why we are studying about love love cover multitude of sins and because we are still in this world there is no way offenses will not come i'm telling us this people who are close to us they will offend us in fact when people who are closer to us offend us it pains us deeper it cuts into our heart and we are like ah, i can't believe that she would do that to me Yes, you better believe it because she's a woman being too. Just like you are a woman being. Just like we ourselves have offended some people in the past. Maybe out of ignorance or out of intention. We did it to them and they are still talking about it. They are still feeling the pain. <laughs> so, so, but what can help us to heal is love. It's love. That's life. Love is very, very important. Love. Love is very, very important. 
And let me tell, um, let me just say this, uh, just so that I don't talk too much and forget about the question. When, when people offend us, you know, before we start talking to other people about it, which is the first protocol we always follow, it is better to call the person. Why can't we call the person and say, ah, sister, the way you reacted to me, what you did, ah, in fact... I didn't, it didn't go well with me. I didn't like it. I feel bad. I feel so uh, insulted. Ah, I didn't like it. You know, do, do you know most of the times if we can do that, that's a therapy on its own. It will force out whatever we are hiding on our heart that will even cause sickness for us. And the person may even say, ah, I'm very sorry. I didn't even know that that offended you. I'm very sorry. Even if the person didn't accept their fault. At least we should let them know so that we can clear our mind rather than poisoning the mind of other people about the person. Calling this one. Because we are both human beings. The person that you call and you tell about that one that offended you, you know, whether they are mature or they are not mature, you have painted a bad picture already. And that may change, yeah, that may change their mind. That may change their view about the person you are talking about. I'm th whether they are mature, even if they are angels. <laughs> Maybe they are angels, they may, they may be able to handle it. Because the angels of God don't commit sin. What I'm saying is that, you know, it can paint a bad picture about the person we are talking about. So it's better. It's better to, to allow love. Let's talk to God about it. Let's talk to God about it. and say, God, <laughs> this person has offended me. Please give me the heart to, to forgive. And then let's mm -hmm. talk to the person. Call the person. Why are, you, why are you afraid of calling him or her? Why can't you confront it and let the devil be ashamed? Call the person and say, well, this is what you did. I don't like it. Please, don't do it again. I don't like it. Don't talk to me like that again. Please, it hurt my heart. And let them know how you feel. Talk to them. And set to it and bury it and let love take over so that you can win somebody over to yourself. And that is the only way we can become a conqueror. That's the only way we can have more friends and less enemies. I always say this, it is better to have more friends than to have more enemies. It's better. God may not be able to kill all of our enemies. I know we pray that. God, kill them. Destroy them. Cut off their head. Cut off their head. <laughs> it's not all of them that God will kill. <laughs> Some of them, in fact, they will continue to torment us. And we still have to deal with them with love. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. So, so, so let's just stop for here. Let's stop for now. Next week, you know, if you have any question or any contribution, just be writing it down. Because on this topic alone, we, it can take us a month. <laughs> and we are, and we, we are, yeah, yeah, we, we are going to take our time so that we can heal, you know, so that we can heal. Because some of us, we need to heal emotionally. This is the area where many of us, we are, we are, we are suffering. We are in pain. We are still carrying wounds from, from, from the past. You know, in the way, maybe the way people treated us, the way people insulted us, the way people blackmailed us, the way people did all kinds of things against us. And it has made us to feel disappointed. Maybe some of us, we have even lost our self-value because of that. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. I want us to go and pray and, and ask for the grace. The grace 
to be a, a, a to, to have a genuine love. Genuine love for God and genuine love for everybody. Shall we begin to pray? Father, the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for the grace. The grace for genuine love. Genuine love. Release that grace unto us. Lord, we pray for grace. The grace for genuine love. Genuine love. Genuine love. Release that grace upon us. In the name of Jesus, to love everybody, to express love to you, O God, to express love to people that even offend us. The grace for genuine love, release it upon us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, Lord, give me more grace in my word. The word of love. I'm telling us, there is power in our words. Word of love. Go and listen to pastors that preach with love. People who always want to listen to them. Love. I'm telling you, no, love carry it. Love is very attractive. Even we ourselves, naturally, if you see somebody, you see them on the street, you say good morning, and they smile back. What do you do? You smile back too. But if they find your face, ah, uh-uh, you also want to go, ah. I say, is it, is it by force? I, I, if you don't want my good morning, I take it back. <laughs> you may even want to find again. But one thing about love is that love is attractive. Love is beautiful. Love is beautiful. I want us to pray and say, Lord, give me the grace to express more love in my words. More love, more love. So I will begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for grace. The grace to express more love in our words, in our expression of word. Lord, we pray that you will give us more grace. Give us more grace to express more love in our words, in the name of Jesus. Mayala Gabasudia. The grace to express more love in our world. Lord, give it to us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, Lord, I want to speak with the tongue of angel. Let's pray for that. It is possible. Lord, give me the gift, the gift of the Spirit that will make me to speak with the tongues of angel. Lord, release that gift unto us in the name of Jesus. My Lord, we pray. We want to speak with the tongue of angels. Lord, release the gift. Release the gift. The gift, the gift of, of speaking with the tongue of angel. Lord, we help us, help us, help us to speak with the tongue of angel. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And let, let me tell us this. When angels speak, angels don't lie. Angel, which means we are not going to be lying again. That's what it means. Angel, have, angels don't lie. The other thing about angels is that angels speak for God. Which means when we are speaking, we are speaking for God. That's what it means. That was what, why Angel Gabriel in Luke chapter 1, when, when Zachariah doubted the word of the angel, Angel Gabriel told Zachariah, he said, do you know who I am? I am Angel Gabriel. I stand before the presence of God. To give you this word that will be fulfilled in their own season. So which means angel always what? They always speak for God. They always speak for God. Angels always speak for God. They always speak for God. I want us to pray and say, Father Lord, give me the grace to speak for you. Give me the grace. The grace. The grace to speak for you. 
the grace to speak for they speak for God. Lord, give me the grace. Give me the grace. The grace to speak for you. Rabba Sataragaba. Open your mouth. Let's pray that prayer. Angels always speak for God. Lord, give us the grace to speak for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. And let's Amen. let's ask for wisdom to speak to men. That's why he said, Do I have uh, do I, I can speak w- with the tongue of men and angels? They say, Well, we can we can God can give us the grace to speak with wisdom. God can give us the grace to speak in a way that we edify other people, in a way that we encourage other people. Do you know there are some people if they talk to you for one minute, you always you almost want to commit suicide. They just said one, two, three things, you know. And you were like, ah. You were like, what is going on here? Sadness, sorrow, all kinds of things will just overcome you. And there are some people when they talk to you for five minutes, you are you are, you are lively again. Even if you are down, you discover that your spirit man, you know, just jump up. You've, you, 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 you feel energized. I want us to pray for that grace. Lord, the grace to edify others in my word. The grace, the grace to speak with encouragement. Lord, release it upon my tongue. In the mighty name of Jesus. May I speak to them about in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, give us the grace. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you for this morning Bible study. Lord, we give you all the praise. We ask for the grace to speak with, to, to, to speak unto men, and to speak unto you, and to speak for you. Release it upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your love overshadow our hearts so that when we speak, our words will be words of love. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because I've answered our prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let somebody shout hallelujah.